Why is the patty vault open? Oh, I thought that... Uh... And why are you holding a patty behind your back? I... 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 I no, I, I didn't do... Just and cause... why are you acting so nervous? And why are you sweating so much? And why do you look so hungry? And... No, no, wait. It's not what you think. This is a big misunderstanding. You've got to believe me. I... Listen, I am telling you. You better listen to me, SpongeBob. You like Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward? <laughs> Ahoy, mateys, and welcome to another episode of I'm Ready, a SpongePod Squarecast. Welcome aboard. My name is Captain Eric, and we are continuing our sail through the third season of SpongeBob SquarePants. Today's episode is Just One Bite, probably one of the best, if not the best episode of SpongeBob. I don't know. This, this might be really up there. But it's one of the best SpongeBob SquarePants episodes of all time. Uh, it is the first half of the 43rd episode of SpongeBob SquarePants, and it first premiered on October 5th, 2001, uh, with a scene that would later be edited out of the broadcast, with the edited version premiering on January 2nd, 2002. This episode was written by Jay Lender, Sam Henderson, and Meriwether Williams. Its storyboard artists were Caleb Muner. Its storyboard directors were Jay Lender and Sam Henderson. Our animation director is Sean Dempsey. And our creative director is Derek Dryman. Uh, just One Bite is, I, I mean, this is so referenced in our culture because of the amount of memes that have come out of it that... Uh, it, this is just one of those episodes that if you have watched SpongeBob, even if you're not a fan, you you know of the episode where Squidward eats all the Krabby Patties. Uh, the, the SpongeBob's face that he makes of that acknowledgement is probably the just most iconic still of SpongeBob that I can I can really think of. Um, if it's not number one, it has to be up there in the top three. I would say everybody out there would have to agree with that. Uh, I understand, you know, at the end of the day, it's subjective, but come on now, it's it's such an iconic moment and is still legitimately funny. It's a moment that I watched back, like when I was watching it for this episode, um, I, I rewatched that scene two or three times, and that face, just the animation, is so is so perfect it is pitch perfect every moment in in the sound in the animation the direction and just the idea of spongebob uh you know knowing he's right about something and getting to be smug that that face is just perfect uh but but you know that's a that's a bit into the episode we got to start all the way at the beginning which, uh, let me just say, the beginning of this episode, if you are a, a worker of the with the public, um, <laughs> if you've ever run a cash register like Squidward, uh, the beginning of this episode probably hits close to home. Because even if you're not speaking to yourself out loud, uh, come on, we, we've all had that, that one customer that really made you want to, you, you bit your tongue, and you, you had words going through your head or insults. Um, yeah, it's, it's so, probably some of you out there may be a little bit more, more verbal with those and not as internal. Maybe you are Squidward in that, in that moment where you say something and they come back and go, what did you say? And you, and I don't know, Squidward was so graceful with his, with his pivot. He is, I mean, that's why, you know, some people might take being a Squidward as a, as a negative and, and although, it, it, he's not the ideal retail worker, but but Squidward 
is the personification of the perseverance of the frontline retail public cash register workers like if you're out there uh, jockeying a cash register then if you've been doing it for a long period of time you have a calloused part of your uh of your personality that that's just you're made for the public we we don't like it we all it's just like uh but uh but we've all had those moments it it, it could be a, a very internal thing um but uh, it's it's just super funny, and it's a it's a funny sequence that lands each and every time. And Squidward is just pitch perfect throughout this entire episode. Um, is is this the best Squidward episode? I I would have to say, you know, it's it's really up there between this and um, and Band Geeks as being you know for that for that Squidward centric episode. Which one is the best? Um, in terms of Squidward winning, I would say he wins at the both of end of both of those episodes. But I think whereas Band Geeks was a, a big monumental moment for him in his life, uh, this this win is a, is a not really a real win in the end. Um, but in terms of comedy, I think this is overall Squidward's best episode in in just terms of jokes and and everything surrounding him. Um, so after this beginning part with this customer, Squidward just lets it blurt out that he doesn't like Krabby Patties, which SpongeBob takes immediately as a, a very funny joke. He thinks Squidward is just making a, a funny joke here about not liking Krabby Patties because seemingly everybody is in agreement that the only people who don't like Krabby Patties have never tasted them, which was, uh, was a moment I was going to cling on to. Uh, because with Squidward saying that he's never tried a Krabby Patty, a lot of people tend to bring up the season two episode, Your Shoes Untied, in which several Krabby Patties are flung into Squidward's mouth. And when you know I was watching this episode and I kept hearing the, you know, that kept saying taste, I was going to go with, well, you know, the Krabby Patties, I, if I were was remembering correctly, they were just getting flung down his throat. He wasn't really tasting those burgers. But going back and watching, he does indeed chew a little bit on some of those those patties. Now, one could simply say, without these really having a, a definitive a definitive timeline, this episode could have just taken bef taken place before Your Shoes Untied. It's certainly possible. Now, obviously, not in production order, but it, it it's such a minute detail that we don't really see Squidward eat at the Krusty Krab at all. So, um. It's just such a simple thing that, hey, you know, enough time has passed. It's it's good for the story of this episode to say that Squidward has just flat out never had a Krabby Patty. Um, in hearing this news, though, SpongeBob want, keeps is amused by it and keeps it as a, as a joke up until he figures out that Squidward is completely serious in the fact that he has never tasted or had a Krabby Patty in his life. SpongeBob wants to change this outcome and, and wants him to try Krabby Patty. And through several creative and uh, persistent efforts, eventually gets Squidward to try Krabby Patty. Now, I have to bring up, uh, one of these moments of persuasion includes SpongeBob trying to convince Squidward to have a Krabby Patty in the bathroom. Squidward is going to use the bathroom, opens up a stall door, and I gotta say... 
if there was another fish in the other stall listening, um, if he wasn't able to see anything, that conversation sounds a lot worse than what was actually transpiring. That's all I got to say about that. Um, but yeah, SpongeBob continually, it's it, its classic peer pressure of just being pushed to try something. Very relatable. I'm sure everybody has had a, a friend or a family member, you know, have even, you know, food-wise, just have a, a, a kind of food that you're just, con they're constantly trying to push it on you and, and you say no and, and they just keep trying and they keep trying. Now, uh, eventually, I think most of us do end up trying the stuff that's pushed onto us. I mean, you know, hey, people have different amount of uh, of pressure that they can take. Maybe there's someone out there who's just like, nope, never tried broccoli in my life at all. Uh, cool. All right. But, um, you know, I think it's it's you should try everything at least once, which I think Squidward, even when he comes down to his breaking point of SpongeBob, you know, pushing the, the patty on him. It's a reasonable, like, just take a bite of it. It's just a burger. Squidward obviously has very reasonable objections to, to not liking the Krabby Patty. He sees it as, as most of us know what how fast food is. It's just an unhealthy mess. Um, but, hey, he, he decides to give it one bite. And what we get, the, the entire sequence of Squidward's one bite, and especially the how comedically small... They got his bite. Uh, it's it's just done to perfection. It's it's so good here. It's such a wonderful sequence. Once again, shout out to the sound department. All of the animation that SpongeBob was doing with his face. That like the the fact that Squidward had like this. He had a horse mouth and took off the smallest bit of meat, and for a moment showed a a face of delight upon tasting this this morsel. But then slams the patty on the ground, denounces it forever, um, says he hates it, and SpongeBob is absolutely horrified. Uh, the face that they that they make for him—it's in one of those classic still shots of like a, a painting. Um, so so wonderful! What a absolutely wonderful moment in this episode. Right up there with the with the earlier joke of of Squidward. Um, mentioning to spongebob that he has no soul and then immediately behind him there's a backdrop of of hell that is really funny and, and is another moment that still lands and is is an, another classic spongebob meme from this episode um now during squidward's trend you know, pushback of eating the krabby patty he claimed that if he was uh if he was trapped for three years and the only food available to him was a Krabby Patty. He would rather eat his own legs than have the Krabby Patty. And I got to say, I got to call his bluff on that. The three years, he, Squidward is just a terrible arguer in that situation because that's just, that's so unrealistic and it's just so untrue. Three years and you're going to out not eat a burger. Um, you, you take any person on this planet and you have a Big Mac or a Whopper in a room and th they only have three years. And once they eat the burger, they get out. I, I like, I don't know. Maybe there's people out there who really thinks they could abstain not eating it. But, uh, I, I, I think that's just a, the, the time is more than anything else. Three years is just, uh, 
just I, I I heard that from him this time around, and I just laughed, and I'm like, you're you're a liar. I I feel like he. I mean, look look how much it took to to get him eventually to to taste the burger. Didn't really take that much, so I, I already knew he was he was bluffing about that. Um. Now, after SpongeBob, you know, takes this moment and and he's he's beside himself. He's shocked because this is the first person apparently he's ever run into that that really just didn't like a Krabby Patty, it, which is also crazy that there's no gray area allowed for for the Krabby Patty. You either love it or you don't exist because everybody loves this food. It, I mean, there's not people out there who just say it's okay. Like they come in, they have a Krabby Patty, and they're like, "That was all right." And they come once in a while, but then that's that's it. Apparently that that fish doesn't exist underwater. I don't know. Um, now, right after this, Squidward, we find out, legitimately loved the taste of that Krabby Patty. So much so that um, after he had buried that Krabby Patty, a grave, to, to show SpongeBob just how much he hated it, he decided to dig up the Krabby Patty with sand still in hand and just shove it into his mouth. And that wasn't enough to satisfy Squidward's newfound hunger of the Krabby Patty because now he realizes he wants to to eat more of them. But he can't go to SpongeBob and admit that he was right all along and that he actually likes Krabby Patties. So he orders himself a custom Krabby Patty, a triple Krabby Supreme with extra pickles on a kelp seed bun. And um, now during this moment, we actually get a, a nice sweet moment with SpongeBob in which he just kind of admits that he was wrong and that he just, hey, has to learn to accept that they're in this massive world of ours. There's just going to be different people out there. And he's guessed it's okay that somebody could not like the Krabby Patty. Now, before he can hand off this sandwich... He realizes that this is a really nice sandwich and that he has to make sure that it gets hand-delivered to the person who ordered it, completely ruining Squidward's plan because normally SpongeBob only has to hand the food off to Squidward. Squidward then hands it off to the customer and SpongeBob doesn't ever really see that tra you know that transaction happening. SpongeBob, being a dedicated fry cook and chef that he is, comes out to the uh, to the restaurant with nobody claiming the triple Krabby Supreme. Now, Squidward is is sweating and obviously can't, you know, just admit that he likes Krabby Patties. I, I wish he could in this situation, but also there's slyer ways to get around this. I mean, he's been around Krabby Patties for so long. There's there's going to be multiple chances to get your hands on him, but he's, he's a fiend right now for Krabby Patties. Um, once SpongeBob can't find the customer... He decides to just eat the sandwich himself because there's this sandwich is so good that it has to be enjoyed fresh. And if the customer isn't here to claim it, he's going to eat it. Now, I mean, realistically, imagine if that guy was in the bathroom or something, just ordered a, a sandwich, knew it probably was going to take a little bit, went to the John for a second or two. And it's just the chef comes out. If they can't find you in like five seconds, they just eat your, your burger. Could you imagine if that happened, but SpongeBob eats the sandwich right in front of Squidward. And uh, right when he walks away, Squidward says to himself, you know, what am I going to have to do? Eat one out of the garbage. And immediately we find ourselves 
uh, someone who uh, who is eating a little bit too much. We get a incidental fish here, incidental forty two, also known as incidental PM eleven. Uh, ate a bit too much today and, and has a massive jiggling belly um, and is holding a Krabby Patty that has a bite into it and he just is too full and leaves it on the top of the trash can right after Squidward mentioned, you know, wanting to eat one out of the trash. Uh, he he points out the irony in this situation and what's really great is um, Squidward goes over to the trash can and instead of just grabbing the Krabby Patty, which is, is neatly placed on top, I'm not saying I would do the, grab it out of the trash like that because it is still a, a pretty gross looking trash can, but... Uh, but Squidward could have just picked it up, but instead he just dives his head head first into the trash can. I'm guessing with his eyes closed, with mouth full, open and full, while he's eating and realizes that he pretty much ate everything in the trash can other than the Krabby Patty, which is now neatly placed at the bottom in an empty trash can. It's disgusting, and Squidward, his animation from the moment um, SpongeBob leaves after he, he slams the Krabby Patty in the ground, Squidward's whole demeanor and animation has just gone manic and they're going all over the place with everything. It's it's wonderful with what they're doing. I, I've mentioned before um, when characters just go down that that tunnel of madness, it's it's absolutely wonderful. And there's a lot of Ren and Stimpy vibes that come through this episode. A lot of the there's a lot of sound cues that remind me of Ren and Stimpy. There's, of course, the, you know, the up close still shots, classic Ren and Stimpy. Um, but there's just a lot of the it's almost it, Squidward reminds me of Ren going manic in this situation. Um, and, and it's just it's absolutely wonderful to watch. It, it's one of my favorite parts, I think, of of this entire season, certainly. Squidward is not only completely at a loss here, but once he gets the Krabby Patty in his hands, SpongeBob realizing that a Krabby Patty uh, was was soiled in the trash and, and cannot be eaten needs to be cremated, and he brings it dramatically to this uh, to this like furnace that they have at the Krusty Krab. It's it's so hilarious. SpongeBob's crying over the loss of of this Krabby Patty that he just tossed away, um, and there goes you know Squidward's seemingly last chance to get a Krabby Patty. Um, once again, another moment that, that reminded me of Ren and Stimpy, uh, Squidward's dream sequence. He, he, he goes home, he's trying to sleep and he has a dream sequence in which, um, a adult, a human sized Krabby Patty shows up at his house and, uh, uh, he falls in love with this Krabby Patty and has a kid with this Krabby Patty. <laughs> And um, and we get to see like older Squidward with a mustache and his his child, which is a Krabby Patty with tentacles. And he is in love with Krabby Patties. So he decides he's going to break into the Krusty Krab. And um, ladies and gentlemen, here we have our deleted scene from this episode. Now, if you've watched this episode on TV in the last 10 15 years then you you've you've been watching the edited version of this episode once squidward just gets to the crusty crab he then just shows up in front of the patty vault but if you watch the deleted scene what we get is squidward showing up to the crusty crab to the front doors and wondering what kind of security the the place has at night 
And noticing above the doors, there's a bucket of water. Squidward mocks the fact that, wow, like this is the, the massive security system we have. It's just a bucket of water. He kicks the door open. The d bucket falls over. What f comes out, though, is, is a yellowish liquid. And Squidward steps on it and sniffs a little bit. And realizing that he's not stepping on water, he's, he's stepping on gasoline. A ro robotic arm then comes out of the... Uh, left side of the frame with a match, which drops it onto the gasoline. Um, we then cut to the the inside of the kitchen, and we see uh, flames barreling through the door window and the the little uh, delivery you know window that SpongeBob hands off all the stuff to. We see all the, you know all the flames come out of that. Squidward's clearly been blown up, and what's wonderful is right after that we <laughs> Squidward barges through the kitchen door. And immediately off of the top of the frame, another bucket of gasoline falls down and we get another match and we get another explosion. It's so funny that they went for that second one. But I'm sure with this information, you understand why they would take that out. Um, you know, sometimes certain things you just don't want to show children gasoline and matches. They just, you know, something you don't want to really... Uh, really deal with and i i completely understand but um if you can track that scene down it's it's pretty funny i it's still it's still hilarious right after the the second match goes off and you, and you see a charred squidward that's when he comes across the patty vault and then rolls right into the rest of the uh the rest of the scene from this sequence forward we're talking i iconic SpongeBob moments right here. The confrontation, uh, the, the, first off, Squidward discovering the Patty Vault is is hilarious. Him opening it up, seeing all of the Krabby Patties that are in there, which, by the way, super weird that there's just all these pre-made Krabby Patties in this vault. I mean, out of all of the just, you know, hey, we're we're creating this for this kind of... We're creating this concept for a single story idea. Out of all of those to exist, the Patty Vault is is one of the best ones out there. It's so out there. It's it's one of my favorite just one-off appearance type things about the Krusty Krab. Um, well, you know, if it if it's appeared, you know, referenced other times, but um, just the fact that they have this, it's so bizarre that they're all they're all pre-made in there. While Squidward is about to enjoy his first Krabby Patty, SpongeBob shows up with an adorable coat and hat that he apparently, like, you know, obviously if it's colder at night, it's like a little windbreaker jacket and his little uh, his little hat that he wears. Apparently every morning he comes to the Krusty Krab at 3 a.m. to count the sesame seeds. Uh, he, is, he is too good for that job. He is too good for that job. I mean, I got to say Gordon Ramsay would would probably be proud of of the way SpongeBob handles things. Obviously there's you can write sometimes if he might be a little sloppy, but uh I I I think Gordon Ramsay would be proud of that. Think about the amount of kitchens he's gone through on like Kitchen Nightmares or uh or a hotel, you know, hotel hell when they go through the kitchens where it's just like the common sense stuff of the counting and the dates and like all of that stuff that people just don't do. And here's SpongeBob coming in to count the sesame seeds. But he's a, he's a high level man of his craft. Uh, 
so now we we get the iconic SpongeBob face, which I've already talked about. It's it's all over so many memes on this on this internet. Um, but what follows that is then Squidward's admission. Once SpongeBob realizes and puts it together, he puts off his iconic face, and Squidward then finally admits that he indeed loves Krabby Patties. He locks himself into the patty vault, admits that he loves Krabby Patties, and goes on a binge of binges with the Krabby Patties. He is putting himself and just... I, I can't... It's hard to describe. You ever, you ever seen somebody just gorge food like that? And there's not many words I can think of. That just shoveling the Krabby Patties in one by one in stacks and piles. He's eating so many Krabby Patties. SpongeBob is reveling for a little bit on the idea that he was right all along. He knew that nobody could resist the taste of a Krabby Patty. But then he's realizing that Squidward is in there eating a lot. And is warning Squidward that there's actually consequences to come to eating that many Krabby Patties. I don't know how much it takes for negative impacts to happen. But we saw earlier with our incidental friend that, hey, eating a bunch is going to get you a big belly. Well, Squidward mocks SpongeBob's uh, warnings that, uh, you know, like, what? What am I going to blow up? What? It's the worst going to happen. I'm going to blow up. SpongeBob then tells him that, like, no, like, in fact, all of it is going to go to your thighs. And the camera zooms out to show Squidward with these massive Krabby Patty filled thighs where he is now like 25 feet, 30 feet tall. And then, yes, you will blow up, which Squidward then does blow up. The final scene of this episode is Squidward, uh, his head and his tentacles in pieces in an ambulance with a, with a paramedic who is uh, is a bit dismissive at Squidward's uh, emergency situation, just very mockingly like, ha, I remember my first Krabby Patty. Imagine being an adult in that situation and being talked to like that by a paramedic. I I don't know, but uh, Squidward did put himself in that situation and went a little bit overboard. And I don't know if he will uh, be trying many Krabby Patties after this, at least not to that extent. And and that is the classic episode, Just One Bite. Um, all of the jokes in this episode still land after all of this time. Here, here we are all these years later. And, and this is still a fine comedic SpongeBob episode here. It's it's certainly one of the funniest of this of this season. It's one of the funniest of all time. Um, but even beyond it being the the quote unquote funniest, just as an episode, it, it works on so many levels. Now, this is a classic SpongeBob Squidward episode. We, we didn't get Mr. Krabs at all in this episode and we did get an appearance by Patrick and a little gag and earlier on when when SpongeBob was first trying to get SpongeBob uh, Squidward to taste the Krabby Patty um Squidward was just mockingly like what are you going to try to get me to do next square dancing with Patrick and we we get Patrick in his adorable cowboy out outfit next to SpongeBob all disheveled and walking away uh sad because Squidward what <laughs> doesn't want to go square dancing with him and uh and that was a little sweet moment that we get with Patrick. But uh, yeah, in, in terms of straight, just 
SpongeBob Squidward episodes, we we get them a lot where it's just them two and they work so well off of each other. And Roger and Tom work so well off each other and have found this groove that just it's timeless. You could to the end of time write SpongeBob and Squidward episodes of, of this show and they will always work because those characters just constantly work well off of one another. Um, happy birthday, Roger Bumpus, by the way. Wanted to give him a shout out here since we were so close to his birthday. Um, but I, I really, I got to say, this is this is up there. This is a top contender of this season. Uh, I, I have to imagine a lot of SpongeBob fans agree with that. This is just one of those those gold standard episodes when it comes to this show. And, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is this week for the Squarecast. Thank you for making me a part of your week. You are a part of mine. I appreciate all of all the love you guys send. If you want to follow me on any of the various social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, all of that is in the podcast description, uh, including the YouTube channel for the Captain Eric YouTube channel, which is uh, ongoing with updates and is growing over there. I appreciate all the love that comes from there as well. And if there is any way you can share or like or subscribe or follow anything of mine, however you can to support me and what I do is always appreciated. And if you consider yourself a part of the Ready Crew, well, all I can say is welcome aboard. So uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, We'll see you next week. Stay safe out there. See you next time. What's going to happen? Am I going to blow up? No, worse! It'll go right to your thighs! My thighs? And then you blow up!